Look at this, all of you like discriminatory fools. Like I just get kids hundred bucks. It's the nicest way to say a racist. Discrimin- you discriminatory <laughs> fools. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to an interesting discussion sometimes. I'm Haran. I'm back with the boys, Turun, Christian, and Harsha. And this week we got a special guest. Her name is Maitri. Um, yeah, I'll let her introduce herself to the podcast. Hi, um, I'm Maitri. I have known uh, Haran and Harsha since high school and Turun from a long time ago. And I met Christian a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know. What do you guys want to know about me? <laughs> Everything. So what are you up to nowadays? Um, I am a second year med student at UVA, so that takes up my entire life, and that's mm-hmm. all I do. <laughs> yeah, I heard you're a triple who. Can you uh, elaborate on what the hell that means? <laughs> yeah, who? I went to uh, <laughs> UVA for undergrad and my master's, and now med school. And um, everyone I talk to thinks I'm going to become a quadruple who, which means staying here for residency, but uh we'll see we'll see what happens (laughs) would you say you know like Charlottesville inside and out now just like spending so many years there now uh I feel like I keep discovering new places like I thought I knew it but like Mm -hmm. in undergrad I feel like we really only stayed like on grounds like anywhere that was walkable and then after med school started I feel like I started discovering like wineries and breweries and then now like my friend took me to like a thrift shop last week that I'd never even heard of so I feel like it's just like a quirky place where like you don't, you never really see everything. So not really. I have to translate here for some of our listeners that have never been to UVA. Uh, they have some weird ass terminology for some stuff that goes on at their school. When she <laughs> says grounds, she means campus. And they also refer to themselves as like first, second and third instead of like freshman, sophomore, junior, that kind of stuff. So uh, I may have to translate further on. But uh, so far, that's all I know. So well, I guess that's all I, can have. I feel like for, for med school, they do say like first, second year, right? I think. I don't know about that. I think so. Yeah, I think. But yeah, we're funky with our undergrad. It's because uh, our good old friend TJ decided that learning is a lifelong process that never ends. So you should never uh, end it. You should just keep counting the years. So why you start at one? That's a good... Uh, yeah, we kind of do a couple years of education before that. It should be like 13. Like I'm a 13 As they year. say, we're still learning, Harsha. It's okay. <laughs> so if you went to residency as well at UVA, that means how many years would that be? Have you... Would you have gone to school under the influence of Thomas Jefferson? Because you went to TJ as well. Oh, right. Under the influence of Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> you were uh, whatever, under the tutelage? Like I don't know, what do you want to say? <laughs> like right now, right now with med school, it's 12. Uh, and then with residency, it would be between 15 and like 17. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh so you've God. been 12 years under the influence? That's kind of crazy. Bro. <laughs> yeah. That's almost a whole, uh, what do they call it? A score of Thomas Jefferson, bro. That shit's crazy. <laughs> a score. <laughs> mm, a score. <laughs> Wait, if it's 15 to 17 years, how old would you be by the end of residency? Bro, that's like... Oh, gosh. I'm supposed to be 26 when I graduate med school. So like, what, like 29 or, or 31, depending on what field I go into. Oh, that's so much of your life. Why are you so doing far? this, Why are you busy so <laughs> much? <laughs> no, no, like 17, 17 out of 29 is like a lot. Yeah, yeah but imagine doing lot. something you care about, you know? The time Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't, actually. <laughs> that's, right, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I'm assuming you care about it, right, my three? I think if I didn't care about it, I would have got into something a little easier. Yeah. Um, and something that paid me money instead of taking away 50 grand a year. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty rough. So how is med school going? Like, <laughs> is it is it as bad as some people say or is it not too bad? What's your experience? Been? I feel like it's really different. Like, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of, like, you have to study because, like, you know you have to study like there's a lot mm. of like self-responsibility where like you can let it creep up on you and then it'll like literally kick you in the ass like for the last week but like you really have to like kind of take charge of your own studying and it, it likes it's weird because like when you say it out loud like during my preclinical years which is like the first year and the second year of med school like the textbook learning years mm -hmm. I feel like I spent like between 8 a.m and 8 p.m studying with like food breaks and like maybe a gym break or something but like literally 12 hours a day and like that was like almost every day um, and then I would take like occasionally like Saturdays off and like half of Sundays but like when you say it out loud it sounds crazy but it just kind of becomes like your normal um mm -hmm. yeah I don't know <laughs> Because, like, my, my sister is in med school right now as well, and she, for her, it's kind of just, like, waves of, like, stress, and then, like, it's, like, a week of chill, and then it's, like, like two weeks of stress, and then a week of chill. Is it, like, kind of similar there as well? Yeah, there? yeah. I think, so, like, we do this thing where we go, like, every four weeks-ish we have an exam. Um, it depends mm -hmm. on, like, what unit we're doing, what organ system, but, like, it's about every four weeks, so you, like, have, like, usually the first two weeks are pretty chill, and then by the third week, you start to ramp up, and then the last week right before the exam is, like really rough because like we also do this um pretty cool thing i actually think it's cool we have like this thing called flex testing so like we take tests they open at noon on friday and close at noon on sunday and you can take it in any one sitting between friday and sunday um mm -hmm. so like the week days leading up to the exam are pretty rough because you're like still learning new material and then mm -hmm. you have to start studying and i like taking them on friday so then i have saturday and sunday completely off mm -hmm. like because uh, then we go right back to the grind on monday and it sucks and so mm -hmm. uh, i've always been kind of like more of a friday or like saturday morning test taker which means like the last week of cramming is like really rough <laughs> <laughs> i feel like with test schedules like that at least i noticed with myself is like when there is a lot of quizzes or tests, I'm kind of, it's almost like a game to me. Like I don't retain the information because I'm just studying for the test. Do you ever feel like that? Like you don't actually, you know, you study for the score, not like to actually learn it. Kind of. I think like one cool thing is like because we're pass fail, I don't really remember a lot of like stupid, like small detailed knowledge. Like yeah. I try to learn like the big picture stuff and like, they say that in med school, like you're drinking from a fire hydrant. Like that's like the literal analogy that you like, have a fire hydrant shooting at your face and you're just trying to drink as much water as possible. Um, and that's kind of tr like true. Like right now we're doing our weird like transition course. Like these two weeks that we're in right now is like trying to bring all the systems together and kind of like mm -hmm. generalize everything. And mm -hmm. so like they'll give us this like very generalized symptom like, oh, this person has nausea. And then you have to go through like everything that it could be. Um, and it's, a uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, I forget what the question was. This is what my pet school group. <laughs> I forget what I was talking about. I guess I was just asking if you like actually retain the information after your test or if you just oh, have yeah, to. Yeah. It's like different because like you're going to have yeah. to be able to apply it, you know, at some point. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't yeah. know it, then you're that person screwed and you're also screwed, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like to think that I don't want to kill my future patients, so I try to work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it being pass fail and not like actual A B C D whatever is actually a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, I'm assuming yeah. pass like you only have to get what like 65 or something like that. Ours is a 70, but yeah, that's straight. That's not. But bad. I guess like going along what Tuna's saying, because like in med school you're learning so much material. Like, does it kind of build upon it like itself? Like so that because I feel like if you're learning so much material, like whatever you learn in the first two weeks might just like kind of just like disappear in your in your mind yeah right like each organ system builds upon each other like this each section of four weeks like builds upon each other because like first you learn like basic anatomy of it and like physiology of the cells and like how they work and then you learn about like everything that could go wrong but in terms of like actual organ systems like i really truthfully and unfortunately don't remember a single thing about like the gi system like i can't mm. tell you what blood into poop means anymore like i literally forget <laughs> um, but that was also, my follow-up like, question damn it like i actually would like some free medical advice um yeah though it's uh but i've heard that like a lot of med students like you try to gain as much as you can during preclinical but you learn so so much more like when you're on the wards and like you're on Mm. rotations and actually learning like through patients and real people because it's just so much more practical so now that you're in med school, like, have your family or, like, friends not in med school have asked you for medical advice if they're feeling anything, <laughs> feeling sick? Um, I don't think they really asked me for, like, medical advice. Sometimes me and my roommate will, like, joke around to each other when we, like, have a fever or something. We're like, oh, my God, do you have staff? Or, like, do you, like, we'll just, like, kind of play around with it. But it's, like, a joke. But I've, like, ever since I was in high <laughs> school, I used to have, like, relatives be like, oh, when you go into medicine, like, I'm going to hit you up for those prescriptions. And I was like, dude, what if I go into, like, peds or, like, psych? Like, I don't think you want my prescriptions. Yeah, so moving away from, like, the curriculum uh, aspect, like, how is, uh, like, how's your class, like, your medical class? Is it, like, cutthroat? Or, like, the, okay, I met some of your, like, the uh, people in your class, and they're pretty chill, the ones that I met at least. But um, do you hang out mostly with, like, med school students outside of, like, school time or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the people in our class. Like, I think also it being pass-fail is super nice. Like, no one's really trying to, like, push anyone else down to get ahead. Like, we're all just mm-hmm. kind of, like, really happy for each other and whatever we're accomplishing and doing. And everyone's really supportive, both academic-wise and outside. And then also because we're pass-fail, I feel like we actually have a lot more, like, freedom in, like, doing things that make us happy. So, like, I get to spend a lot of time with my classmates. Like, um last sunday we went to richmond and like brewery hop for a friend's birthday and just like um enjoyed like exploring richmond and we do a lot of like um I, we have a tradition in our house where we do um we watch the bachelor or bachelorette um every week and we make mozzarella sticks and we invite all our gal pals to come and we crowd in our living room and gossip about these humans that we literally do not know a single thing about. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I feel like the people are really great. And I thought I was going to be in this like super weird position because I still have friends from undergrad who are younger than me who are still here. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't really see them around as much just because like when I am doing something like fun, sometimes it's super spontaneous and it's like easiest to do with other like med school friends just because they're usually in the same boat as I am. Actually, real quick, going back to the Bachelor thing, like, I just oh posing a question, like, do, do people watch The Bachelor, like, by themselves? I feel like it's only good to watch if you're, like, in a group of people. I feel like yeah. you're kind of crazy if you're watching But that you can't watch yourself, it, like, like unironically. Like, if you're watching The Bachelor, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, like, actually like, find out, they're like, oh, to be, like, they gonna be in love, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like you gotta watch with a group of people. If, if you're watching it solo, like, a whole season by yourself, I think it's kind of a little weird behavior, in my opinion. I don't know. Why are you throwing shade at Harsha? Don't kill shade, bro. 
Yeah, I haven't seen a single episode of that, any of those. Yeah, any of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, any of <laughs> the, all of them. Wait, what are they actually? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely more fun to watch with a group. I feel like if you're watching it alone, then you're either like a little too invested in the love story or like <laughs> really have nothing better to do. I have this you're just living habit. vicariously through them. Yeah. Like yeah, the maybe. Honestly, those dates are fire, dude. Like before COVID, there was this one time where they went up on this plane and it was like zero gravity. That shit costs like $5,000 a minute or something. And they just like fling money at these dates. It's so cool. But then Insane. there was another date that same season where he like took her to Costco. So I was yeah. like, you either win or hey, that, that's, that's, like, that's husband material. That's husband material. Right there. I should take notes. Yeah. If I was on the show, it just like pick stuff that I want to do. Like, I don't even give a shit about the dates. Like <laughs> just like zero gravity. I want to go skydiving. Just like go down my I don't think list. you get to pick Tarun. If you're a contestant, you're like, Oh shit, take me anywhere. Like, no, no, no. Wait, what? No, doesn't the if guy, he's the bachelor, pick, like, what the date is? The, if he's the bachelor, why do you get pick? to be the bachelor? The bachelor has to be in a contestant on the previous season, usually. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, usually. in a in a fucking theoretical sphere. <laughs> theoretical. Yes. Okay. Why you so worked She came at me like he applied. You could <laughs> never be on the bachelor. No, 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 dude, You just, just be on one season, knowing you, you'll probably just get yourself eliminated in the first week, and then you call back the next season as a bachelor. Yeah. Wait, that's kind of fucked, man. I think Tru would make it pretty far. No, 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 Nah, dude, those people get oh. ratted out. The public hates them. They're like, you're here for the fame. And like, you you can't be one of those people. You have to go in looking for love. Get your heart broken. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Tarun follows into the first category rather than the second category. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Tarun, first thing Tarun talked about their podcast. They're like, I hate he's out. <laughs> dude, I saw one clip of um some girl, like it was The Bachelor, right? And some girl like... Uh, met this dude for like the first time and she put on like a some sort of accent either British or Australian oh, and then when it cuts to like the clip. scene of um like the post like talk thing with the you know whoever that is she mm-hmm. was like oh yeah it's a fake accent I just want him oh, to like yeah, yeah. remember I saw that, me I saw or something that. like that oh what the fuck that's, that's some crazy that's psycho behavior there's some girl Could from like imagine? Kansas and she put on like an Australian accent and was like what the fuck is this <laughs> like who do you think you Wait, are you need to just walk in with your British accent bro. I know <laughs> I'm, I'm here for love in it <laughs> oh my just, god is that British? and all these women is that just, <laughs> yo I said in it so it has to be Tune, Tune's getting violated on this podcast I know <laughs> what else is um, new but uh, also going back to something you said before that uh, Richmond um, I heard you did something crazy in Richmond recently and like the last month or so oh, you mind insider information at first when you said that I was like oh shit what did I do in Richmond I was like did I do it <laughs> I was like no I didn't do that <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I ran in my first and probably last marathon. That's oh, actually insane. That's crazy. Congrats. Yeah. That's wow. wow. Congrats. Since Thank it was you. your last, you how, also... more, how more sincere with our congrats? Well, was so bro, dead. I mean, all of us together probably couldn't run the fucking marathon. So our, our opinion on <laughs> no, it no. doesn't really matter. I, I'll get the point two of it. <laughs> the last <laughs> point. The last. <laughs> <laughs> so Usain Bolt, he's running the the, the last leg. <laughs> Um, but yeah, how, like how long did you have to prep for that? I know, I, I know you've been doing like long distance running in the past, but I guess I mean I feel like the marathon is the biggest like thing ever. So yeah, how did you prep the longest? For that? Yeah, the longest. Yeah, <laughs> the, <biggest. laughs> the longest. <laughs> the biggest thing. 
Yeah. I just meant like the biggest thing you can achieve in the in the school. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, I mean, there's like shit longer. I just think those people. Yeah, are, like, but we don't, we don't. Yeah, we don't recognize those people. Yeah. We, yeah we what are we, the marathon committee? Now. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the like, Iron Men and Women, you know. Right? Yes. Like that's like or triathloners and like ultra marathoners who do like fifty miles or whatever. Fifty miles. Oh my god. Okay. Let's not. No. A video showed up on recommended the other day. It was like um, a hundred mile something or other in like Sweden. Like this dude did a hundred mile run. Sweden, oh hundred miles long. I was like, why? He was like shitting what? in ponds and stuff like on the way. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> was was that part of yeah. your prep work? <laughs> no, no. But there was this super funny sign while I was running, and it was this woman. And her sign said, one in every hundred people who run a marathon poops their pants. And it said, smile if you're one of them. And of course, people were laughing at this freaking sign. And then she kept trying to call people out. She's like, oh, you pooped in your pants? You pooped in your pants? Oh, my God. What a menace to society. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I trained for a while. I uh, started training in January, and I ran it in um, November. So we trained for 11 months. Um, and I, I did do some cross country and stuff back in high school, but honestly, like, since I, like the four years of undergrad and like uh, the first year of med school, like I really didn't run. Hey, how um, about that, so that of... senior run you guys did? That mean turn <laughs> flaked on. <laughs> oh wait, was it the fourth year five k thing? Yeah, yeah that, that one? one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just well, for some context, <laughs> uh, like our gang from tech went to go visit uh, my three and her friends at UVA, um, mm-hmm. and. Basically, there was like a 5K run that we're all going to do together, which was like, what, Saturday morning or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sunday morning. Um, But we decided to go out the night before because we're like, oh, yeah, we'll make it. We won't drink that much. And then it came that time. Like, I remember like sleeping because I slept on the floor of their apartment. Or not the floor. It was like, whatever, on the couch. And I, I hear. Like, I feel like we gave you a couch. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you like you generous, but it was like, like, it was like that. <laughs> it was the sus ass one, though. It was the sus ass one, the one that had like a hole in the middle. Of the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the one yeah. that sinks. Oh my god, we had this yeah. couch with like the wooden, the wooden pillars in the middle were broken, so like your head and your feet were elevated, but your butt was like <laughs> at a forty-five degree angle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate that couch. Yeah. But anyway, I just remember like at seven a.m. waking up, or like not waking up, but like half whatever half week i can't half what are you week. laughing at i was just looking at how she's just no, 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 I, was, like I, was, I was laughing at harsha not at you <laughs> no i know but harsha's looking at me like this with his head tilted and smiling he's <laughs> just lost and you got lost in your eyes man i know i'm sorry yeah but i'm, just, no, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm too dreamy what was i saying <laughs> um, Man's got two basically, basically me and Turin, me and Turin uh, woke up late, and or I guess we woke up on time. We we're like, oh, we're not doing this, so we're back to sleep. Yeah. My, my three who actually came out with us the night before, uh, she got up, and I think like one another friend also went as well. Uh, so shout out to them. Uh, me and Turin suck. Uh, that's all we to say about that. <laughs> I mean, we kind of knew. Wait, that did, already, though. did you say that you said earlier that we trained like you you did this with other friends as well, or? Oh yeah, so I um we ended up having like a good number of people in our class who did it. Like I think. Like, 10 of my classmates ran the marathon, and then, like, two or three ran the half in Richmond. Like, we all were all doing it. But then um, wow. uh, one of my good friends, like, in my inner circle, like, me and her started training together in January. So, like, we've mm. been training together for the whole time. So what made you decide to start train for a mar- training for a marathon? Honestly, it was kind of just on my bucket list for, like, things to do before I die. And then I thought it would be, like, kind of 
cute if I did 26 miles before I turned 26. Haha. Oh. But then I realized that, like, that's when I finished med school and med school is kind of hard and it just gets harder. So I was like, <laughs> I I'm just going to do it now. Respect. It's great that you started, decided to start training in the coldest month. But shout out yeah, to you. <laughs> but like in theory, then I didn't have to do it again in the coldest one. So like I just we fair, fair. got the worst part out first. But then the summer was really bad too. Like we used to have to do like ten to twelve mile runs in like ninety degree weather, and it was um, death. Yeah, yeah. My sister ran the half marathon that day of the the full marathon. Oh, or nice. Marathon, yeah. Um, but so like yeah, what, what was like the feeling after you finished? Was it like relief? Were you dead? Are you like still Did you poop? Like dead? Did you poop? <laughs> I, I didn't poop. Important <laughs> questions. I didn't poop or pee my pants, which is um, very impressive. But um, honestly, it was just kind of like I finished and I was like, I do this thing where uh, I don't really like I like I have to rally. So as soon as I finished, I was like, OK, I have to go see everyone who came to support me. And so I started like walking towards everyone and then my parents and like Shrieker where they were like, OK, you should just like sit down and drink some water. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. And they're like, no, no, like sit, drink water and then we'll go. And so then I sat down and then it took me a long time to get back up because um, I was very sore. My knees hurt. I think that's mm-hmm. the worst part of running that many miles is like. Yeah, your legs hurt, but like, dude, your knees are like shot after that. They're like, feel like they're like, they can only go straight. Like you can't bend them. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> That's literally me if I run more than like three miles. So <laughs> it's, it's not great. What would you say was the easiest mile and what was the hardest mile? Hmm, and which um, was the longest mile? The longest mile was probably like between, somewhere between like 20. 20 and like 24 so like we had our training plan went up to like 20 miles so like up till there I was like not doing great but I was like fine but then as soon as I hit 20 like I like hit rock bottom and it was um very bad but I think why are you laughing (laughs) yeah why are you laughing at your pain this no this is sorry I'm so sorry this idiot Haran asked what the longest mile was and you had like a serious answer to that but and it was just just making, I was being nah, 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 making nah, nah, a joke. Nah, 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 he was nah, making nah, nah, a nah, joke nah, nah, because all miles are the same length. Yeah, but she was <laughs> answering it legitimately. Why you just why you just respect her answer, man? What's wrong with you? No, yeah, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. It's a hundred percent. But your question, you guys don't get shame on runners like me and shame on you, right? Huh? Anyway. Sorry, sorry, sorry for, for the disrespect. Yeah. yeah. Physically, they were all the same. Emotionally, 20 to 24. <laughs> did you guys like keep pace with each other? Or was it like you, you and your friend kept pace with each other? Is that how you guys did it? Or uh, No, sadly, I lost her at like mile five. Wow, um, you're just really fast, huh? Well, no, but also for like some weird reason, I got yes. like faster oh. with my miles. <laughs> oh. You got faster uh, wait, with your miles? What are you, like yeah. a car accelerator? Whoa, that's insane. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I uh, broke five hours and now I'm done. I, I feel like that was a good time to get and uh-huh. I feel happy. Uh, you got to train for the New York Marathon next year. That's your goal. No, no, no. No, no. You're going to do it, <laughs> I believe. If you're, getting, if you're getting faster too, no, no, sky's, sky's, the lim- sky's the limit. No, no, the limit was achieved. This was the limit. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean, though? If you, like, let's say you ran, like, a seven-minute mile the first mile. If you kept accelerating, what is your last mile? Like, a minute? When no, wait, wait how quickly did she accelerate? She's going 60 miles an hour. What the fuck? She's going electric scooter by the end of the last mile. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> no, I went from like running like a, a like an eleven thirty pace to running like a ten minute pace by the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was not like a one-minute pace. What the fuck? Like, she found an extra 300 time. horsepower and just was like, oh, yeah, we're going to overdrive. <laughs> oh, my God. So after the marathon, how sore, How long were you sore for? Probably like four four days. That's like, it? That, that would imagine months really for me. Oh, you stairs. have so much potential, man. You should just draw med school and just go represent our. Harad will be your trainer. I'm seeing, I'm seeing potential here. I think, I think you should run one, and then you should tell me to do another. Oh, one. I <laughs> hey, next time you do it, when you wait, when you do it next time, I'll, I'll be there for the last point two miles. Me and Harsh will do the last point two miles with you. Oh, cool, cool. cool yeah, cool, we'll split cool. it. I'll do point one. He'll do the last point. <laughs> yeah, we'll all shoot my pants. Point two. Oh, and I'll shoot my pants. <laughs> We'll, we'll sponsor it too. Like you know, you have the number like on the piece of paper. We'll we'll just like write a little ad in the bottom so that they know that like you're sponsored by our podcast. You know? Yes, sir. Right, of course, free advertising. I mean, that's the that's the only kind we can accept, honestly. Wait, that'd be kind of hype. Our first sponsored athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> what do they call like NIL deals? Yeah, we can we can definitely lose money on that. I'm seeing dollar signs here. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, pay my one hundred dollar registration fee. Woo! Oh, right, we are denouncing our sponsorship. Oh, like, we'll, be, we'll be meeting other. We'll be meeting other athletes promptly after this. <laughs> what if we just like duct tape a speaker to her back? And <laughs> we just play the podcast in full blast, dude. And then you can beat so many more people because everyone's just gonna leave because they'll be like, "What is this shit?" And then just oh. Oh. But will they run faster or slower? Oh, that's a good idea. Damn, that's a good point. Can go both ways. Hey, there's only one way to find out, though. Haram, what's the d- distance between Palo Alto and San Francisco? I don't know. Like, 40. Is it 26.2? I don't think so, no. You should run it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your Were you hoping me to say yes to that? <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, you're, just, but your <laughs> whole thing was banking on the fact that it was 26.2 miles exactly between... Or Palo 26, Alto. and I'll run the point two. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Nah, dude, I, I can't do long distance running. I'm very, very shite at running more than like three miles. Would you rather run on a treadmill or outside? Oh, that's that's a good question. Actually, I feel like whenever I run on a treadmill, I find it easier. Um, but yeah, I guess running on a treadmill is easier. Because like outside, like depends on the conditions, right? Like if it's a lot of time. I run okay, would you rather run on a treadmill or like a track that they have indoors? I haven't run on an indoor track before. Like at the Y or something. I've never been to the Y. They had it at Tech 2. Why? <laughs> okay, I've never been. I never run on an indoor track. I guess. But just imagine. Are you saying like wait? What, what are you trying to get at? Like the what I'm looking at? Well, because like you're saying the conditions, right? So the indoor track takes away the conditions. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, I guess either is fine then. I assume. I mean, I've run around a track before outside, and I don't get like that's fine. Wait, so you think the conditions of you running on a track outside versus you running, like, on a road outside, that's different? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, I guess what... I, I don't know what Christian's trying to say. I think I think he's saying, like, what's better, like, do you get, like... Like, the weather, no weather issue. Yeah, but he's saying, like, do you get bored of running on a track or bored of running on a treadmill? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, okay, so, like, running on a treadmill, you're, at, you're running in place. Yeah. And running on a track, you are technically running in the same place, but you're still turning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, what I'm saying is, like, when I run on a track outside, like... Uh-huh. Not like anything to do with the con- weather conditions. Like I don't mind it. Like it's fine. 
I don't really have a preference between that or a treadmill. Sorry. So really, we have learned nothing from this question. Yeah, I know. I don't know yeah. why <laughs> this question. <laughs> because I would rather run on a treadmill because I don't like having to do the turns. I feel cool when I do the, the turns, though. Sometimes. But you drift so you... run? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do a little drifting action. <laughs> oh, God. What is this conversation? I'd rather run outside, for sure. Really? Yeah, I I agree with Harsha. I feel like outside is so much more interesting. As a non-runner myself, yeah, I'd prefer outside. <laughs> For sure. I think we've set back the running game like 15 years just based on this conversation alone. <laughs> Maitre, since you're running for like five hours, like what do you listen to? Or do you just like not listen to something? Uh, No, I usually have... um. You guys Have you guys heard of the Big Booty Mix? Yes. I oh, of I course. Yeah. Harsha has. Harsha has. It's a it's it's good stuff. It's this DJ who makes like one hour long remixes, and so I just have like four of them lined up. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Is it like like EDM or something? Or? No, it's like more like um like you know like radio like songs on the radio. So mm, really yeah. like what's like popular, and then he just like mixes them all together. That's pretty cool. Okay. Ron, you know how harsh I asked you about the distance from San Francisco to Palo Alto? No. Oh well, he did. But uh, do you know the different the distance between this half of the episode and the other half of the episode? No, what is it? I don't know. We're gonna find out during the ad break. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back from the ad break, and now we figured out the distance between San Francisco and uh, Stanford. Haran, what'd you say it was? What was your guess? Uh, I, I was saying like forty-five miles. Yeah, you should run forty-five miles. You'll make it. Yeah, you need the four. You need the extra twelve miles because it's actually thirty-three <laughs> miles. But you know what's farther than 33 miles? The well, distance 34? between Charlottesville and oh. Spain. Whoa. Are you talking about Spain, Harsha? Somebody, somebody went to Spain here. Yeah, Christian won't shut the fuck up about... Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> right. <clears throat> Besides Christian, though, actually, though. <laughs> anyway. Maitri, I heard you studied abroad in Spain for a semester. I did. I like how you said somebody here. Like, have you guys ever heard of Russell <laughs> Peters thing? Where he yeah, yeah, somebody. somebody. <laughs> we don't know who. We don't know who. Like somebody. Classic. Uh, but yeah, how was it? I did. It was good. And in, in, uh, in a very annoying, uh, super undergraddy way of saying it, like it changed my life. Um, it was really good. I spent uh, the fall of my third year there. So um, I got to hang out with um, a lot of different people, meet some locals, like was really close to my host family, um, ate some really freaking good food, even though Spain's not really for vegetarians, like would not super True. recommend it for people who don't eat meat. It's a very meat heavy place. Um, it's funny. There's this is a funny story. I think of my host mom was so sweet and she um, took me to like uh, she had a daughter and like her daughter's like fiance's um, house. And so I met like her daughter's like future like parents-in-law or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all like having dinner together and they made paella, which is this like super good rice dish. That's like very well known in Spain. And then they were told that I was vegetarian and they're like, Oh, don't worry about it. Cool. And so then they made their paella with everything, <laughs> like with rabbit and like liver and Whoa, like all this what? stuff. Wait, what? I thought, hey, yo, that's, that's, that's not, no, no. That ain't that ain't authentic. What the fuck? Ayo. No, this is like Valenciano, like paella. Like it's like very unique. Like I'm pretty sure it had like pieces of rabbit. I don't know which organs, but it had pieces (laughs) of rabbit. Ayo. The ear? Huh? 
No. Was it the ear? Dog. No, no. I feel like it was like an inner organ. Like, I feel like it was like a liver or like a kidney or something. Uh, but anyway, they made it. And I was like, oh, cool. Where's the vegetarian one? And they're like, here. And they just took it, but like didn't take the meat parts and like just oh. put it away. And I was like, oh, no. you know what? It's fine. When in Spain. And so then I just had my rabbit paella. Holy shit, you ate rabbit? Respect. Well, I didn't Respect. eat the meat. Dude, that's I ate, crazy. Like, oh. juices, yeah. I guess, yeah. came out of yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Your secret safe. Your secret safe on this podcast. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Unless you guys go viral, then it's not. But that's okay. I was don't like, worry about this that. This is the worst secret. Don't worry. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> if you made it this far in the episode, make sure you go to my three's Instagram and say "rabbit eater" on comment <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I feel like so many people would be so confused. But also, you should totally do that so that we can encourage more people to listen. Wow. New promo. Yes, she's she's, she's already a great sponsor. I know. I'm so good. Wait, you want to be our ma- you want to be our manager? Yeah, you want to be our manager also? <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself your upgrade. <laughs> then you can pay yourself for the registration fee because mm. you're our manager. You can negotiate with yourself. <laughs> this is gonna be a new record for Bobna getting hired and <laughs> rehired and fired in the second. Bro, it lasted about two episodes. <laughs> Wait, so you fired her and you hired someone for two episodes and then no, 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 no. No. she's been she's been our, our manager on and off for more off than on, I guess. Mm. Um but yeah. I guess this episode we rehired her for a hot second and now she's fired. Yeah, again. she got hired like, like for the third time or second time two episodes ago. And now, you know, went, you know, when when in Rome, you know, when you have an opportunity to upgrade. Um yeah, so yeah. she'll be put on notice. She probably won't like that I was the upgrade, but that's okay. No, she, we replaced her with upset. another she's one very... of her friends last time. So, you know, it's just kind of a circle of life thing, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's been very upset Wait, about was it this. was last time? Christina. Yeah. Uh, way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You, under- you understand it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Understand. It's a business it's decision, a you know, at the end it's of the day. Yeah. It's a charisma. <laughs> we're just we're violating Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bobs. Don't kill me. Um, yeah, back back to the more important stuff. Um, what was like the standout city in Spain that you went to? Ooh, um, honestly, I got really like uh, attached to Valencia. Like I, I know like a lot of people are super like big fans of Madrid and Barcelona, but like I feel like Valencia was just this like very cute place that had like a lot of like nice things to do and like very quirky like bars and like um they have this like huge adult park in the middle of they have this park that used to be a river but then they like evacuated the river in like the 1900s or something because it kept flooding the city and now it's like this huge park like just that runs through like the center of the city um so it's just like this very like homey place with like a lot of families and um i keep saying and it's really close to the beach and it's like it's just like a perfect place and the weather's always like 70 degrees with a breeze like it's like where i would want my dream vacation home to be Hmm. did you stay there most of the time or did you like move around while you were there oh no i was definitely traveling a bit um i was in like pretty much all of spain like i did granada um i did like uh like up north i did the camino de santiago for like a 10 days like the big hike and through like northern spain mm. um i did madrid barcelona um i did a sevilla i also went to a couple like other countries in like the in europe like a a couple of us went to like Amsterdam for a weekend. I did Morocco mm-hmm. for another weekend in Africa because it's so close. It was actually mm-hmm. super easy to go down. Um, I did the UK for a couple of days. Like I was all over the place. 
Yeah, it's really cheap to travel in Europe once you're there. Oh, yeah. Like Ryanair. Like, Christian, did you ever, like, travel with Ryanair? It's, like, the shittiest, no. cheapest, like, Hell flight no. company. But, like, it was, like, 20 euros round trip yeah. for, like, certain flights. 20 it's euros? Really, the only, yeah, like, The ridiculous. only places people were interested in going in were either fucking Ibiza or Mallorca. So, like, they were they were not as as adventurous when it came to, oh, there's, like, one group of guys who we only had, like, two weekends off. Um. So one group of guys went to London for like a weekend. But other than that, most people stayed in Spain or the islands. Mm-hmm. I actually never went to the islands. I don't Not know me why. Somehow I, yeah, I, I missed those. I also did the uh, the tomato festival, the one from Zemiki Namilegi Dubara. I did the tomato throwing festival. Did that while I was there. Very fun. Was it crowded? It was very crowded and I went alone, which was fine and super fun into this like kind of odd in like German, but of Indian descent dude, like started hitting on me. And I was like, what are you doing? Um, and then, <laughs> like, like and his like way of hitting on me was like smushing more tomatoes into my face. Like it was like a very oh. weird experience. Wait, but did he have a German accent? Yes, but I think he also what? like told me at one point he was from Germany, and I was like, "You're so brown, like I know you're not." You're so brown. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even have like a like? Does he speak German in an Indian accent, or does he speak? No, I think like, like does he speak English in a in a German accent, nothing or Spanish. Think, maybe yeah, it was something or very Spanish. like I knew he was from Germany though. Like, yeah, hey, how are you guys? Was it in Spanish? You guys are speaking to each other? Or? No, in English. Oh. Uh, yeah, but there was this also this cute night where I was um flirting with this guy I met at a bar who um he spoke only Italian and then he didn't speak English. So then I communicated to him in Spanish and he talked to me in Italian and somehow we talked for a little while. Not very long. We flirted for like 10 minutes and then I was like, this is difficult. And then we <laughs> Respected. Ron, can you try speaking German in an Indian accent for me? <laughs> <laughs> can i start speaking german yeah. in an indian accent yeah. i don't I, I don't know any german words that, even Gut, i don't know i know good in i know good in thug okay yeah. that, that's that a kind of indian you did thug yeah yeah <laughs> okay i guess i'm just yeah that's wow. it, uh. <laughs> but you wait you, you, you have so a good indian accent you should do it why are you doing the head i didn't get a character <laughs> This guy. Uh, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, ask me yeah. a question I would say no to. Are you having fun in this podcast right now? Nine. What? You know, wunderbar? It's like, that's how you say wonderful. Wunderbar. Yeah. Oh, wunderbar. Oh, okay. I don't think we've ever offended this many cultures at the same time. <laughs> no, 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 I'm part of it, in it. So it's straight. Well, there's another one Which right one? there. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to say. Christian, you should say more, but you went to Spain. I mean, yeah. But, you know, my my documentation of Spain has been well known, but I can always revisit it, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I spend most of my time in Madrid. I lived there for six weeks, so I definitely got attached to that city. But I do remember going to Valencia and having... What I was told was authentic paella, and I don't really like oh, seafood. Uh, <laughs> um, there was no rabbit but, liver in it. No, no. Uh, I 
the the restaurant we had it in was like 45 feet away from the ocean so it was all um like seafood paella which you know i had it because you know when when you're there you gotta you gotta have the authentic or what i was told was the authentic (laughs) valencian paella um but yeah you're right about it being a a a meat heavy uh diet ham is really huge there um not like the kind of ham where we have here but like uh the italian ham yeah it's more like that where it's all like thin sliced and cured and like there's different sides of that stuff but my favorite thing that i like really learned to love while i was there was uh chorizo which is also Mm. meat but it's also like really heavy chorizo slaps man did you say chorizo yeah you trying to do the c (laughs) yeah (laughs) did it work so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. But did you ever uh get the um the cerveza con limon? Did you ever have that from like the bars? Yeah, yeah dude, yeah, yeah. that should come to America. That's yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. fire. I've I've explained um, it before, but basically it's light beer and then you have like lemon soda in it, sort of. Yeah. Um bro. I was told it was lemonade. I don't know if it's lemon soda or lemonade. Yeah, kinda it's like um like Mike's heart. Yeah, but no, it's eh. like it's like lemon Fanta. It's like lemon Fanta <laughs> that they put in there almost. Ooh. Um, which they don't sell yeah. in the US. Yeah. You have to so import good. it from Europe. There is a like Spanish or Mexican soda that is like lemon flavored yeah. kind of like what you're talking about, right? What is it called? Uh, it's like raritos or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I guess they, they, like they just the, put that in like beer. The glass bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, glass not, that's not one. alcoholic yeah. though, right? No, no, but no, I guess but, it's like something similar that they put in beer, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but so when you make the cerveza con limon, it's it's like a, I don't know what to call it, but just like a mug of, and it's like 80% light beer, and then the other like 20% you put in lemon soda. And then, bro, I swear, and it was like a euro, if that, for everything, bro, yeah, it was so cheap. Yeah, it was like cheap. a euro and a half. Like, yeah. It was so cheap. Like, it was cheaper to get that than to get water. Like, I drank so much <laughs> alcohol in Europe because it was literally the same price as water and i was like well like if i'm gonna pay for it anyway that's like and then that's the other difference is like dining out like you have to pay for water most of the time and the tipping process where you don't have to tip there usually Mm -hmm. like if you eat by yourself or like with one or two people you don't have to tip obviously if you're like in a large group you have like what they have here where you have like uh the tip already calculated into your bill they have that too, there too. Um, I mean, you can always leave a tip, but it's not as expected as it is here. Where yeah. if you don't tip under, if you tip under twenty percent, you're a dickhead or something like that. You know. Wait, Mati, weren't you a waitress? I am. I, I mean, I went back over Thanksgiving. I was still waitressing. Oh really? Oh shit! I got mm. it. Yeah, they um, I was such a good waitress that they took me back for a week. <laughs> so uh, they were just understaffed, or. Yeah, they were just on. <laughs> but you know what? You know we what? don't look at it. Like you can just never come back to that restaurant again. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Make sure we put a non-compete argument in our contract with my three, so that you can't work it for anybody else other than us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, unless Nike wants to sponsor me, which they Ooh. won't. But if they want to, I'm going to. No, you okay. wait. You need us for that stepping stone to get to Nike. Yeah. that's what I heard yeah. from oh, other true. people. Yeah. Yeah. I have to that's, like, that's, what people, that's what people say. Like, yeah. yeah, we know Mr. Nike, so you know you, you <laughs> pay to know people. Yeah, actually, I retract my statement because if you work with a 
you know, like a wait if you waitress with a speaker tape to your back, that's more listens for us still. I, f- <laughs> I feel like Ooh. she'll get fired from there as soon as she walked through the door with her speaker on her back. No, no, no. But they like her so much, so they keep bringing her back for Thanksgiving. Break. I feel like our detraction <laughs> is heavier than their appreciation of her. <laughs> wait, she can just play it from the restaurant surround speaker then. She have to carry <laughs> oh my god, we can ruin everyone's It kind of has a vibe. I don't know if podcasts or like the classy vibes. What if we do oh, ASMR? We'll what do you mean? I just, spoke, I just spoke German in an Indian accent. That's classier than anything. <laughs> wait, wait, why did you why did you go back there for Thanksgiving break? Just like to make a quick buck or you just... Yeah, pretty it? much. Like I just knew that like holidays are kind of pricey mm. and I, I like... I'm in theory, I'm saving up for this month long trip of South Asia that I will take my fourth year of vet school and life is a mm. lot more chill. Um, but that's a long time away. We'll see if this happens. Oh, where, where in South Asia are you planning to go? Oh, I don't know. I feel like, um, yeah, I honestly don't know. Like, I really want to do like Vietnam, Cambodia. Um, oh, so like, like Southeast that. Asia. Yeah, Southeast Asia. Yeah. No. Um, and then, like, in theory, Thailand. But I feel like Thailand is so, like, exciting that it could be its own trip. So I kind of want to do some of the smaller countries that I may not get to later in life um, and just kind of do them all in, like, one month. Because I've heard it's, like, once you get to uh, Southeast Asia, I've heard it's, like, pretty cheap to, like, travel get around the countries. Yeah. yeah. I feel so. like you should definitely go to Angkor Wat in Cambodia. I think you really like it. Yeah. No, I think I would, too. I'm trying to convince, like, friends to come join me for, like, week increments. Mm. Um but we'll see how that goes too, because no one's really given me their availability for uh, like March 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to waitressing for a second, do you have any like terrible waitressing experiences or like just funny stories? I guess like people uh, ask for like weird stuff on their steak or something. They ask for like mustard, yeah, any or German, something, German Indian customers there. Too. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I love my brown people, but I do not love brown people who are incessantly rude. And like demanding and then don't tip. Like after I started waitressing, me and my parents had to like sit down and have a talk about <laughs> tipping and like like now I firmly believe that if you had like at least a semi decent waitress, like that girl gets twenty percent or that boy gets twenty percent. Um but I also realize that like my tolerance for like lack of added like lack of anything is like very low. Like now if I have like a really subpar like waiter or waitress, I'm like no, I know your job is hard, but you could put a smile on that face. Like, mm. um, <laughs> so I feel like it's given me kind of like a, like, it's kind of like a two edged mm. or two sided coin or whatever, where like, I'm a lot more tolerant of like mistakes and stuff. Cause I get that there's a lot of shit going on and like mm. a lot more tolerant of like tardiness and lateness. But yeah. like, I, I like, ha- I hate like, uh, like people in the service industry who like have zero emotion which is fair like some people don't do that job because they like it like i enjoy it but like some people really do it because um, they don't really have other options and that's kind of like their livelihood but it's not something they actually enjoy i just feel like my uh my patience with that is a lot lower mm-hmm. um, but i don't know if i have any like crazy stories i once had like these like 70 year old um like old men from spain like hit on try to hit on me in the restaurant but then it was actually for their grandson and I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> they were hitting on you for their grandson? Kind of. Like, the first was he German? Me, and I was like... Was German? <laughs> <laughs> I finally found you. <laughs> yeah, after so many years. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if any... I will say, like, there's also, like, rumor in the, like, the restaurant business where, you, like, 
people of ethnic origin sometimes don't tip as high. But like one time I had this really nice like Hispanic family who tipped me like 50% on their meal like during oh my Christmas. God. That's and it was like a $250 meal. Whoa. Um, Dude, that's oh. And so, yeah, it was so, it was so hype. And then I went back to the kitchen and I was like, ha, look at this, all of you like discriminatory fools. Like I just get <laughs> a hundred bucks. That's the nicest way to say a racist. <laughs> discriminatory you discriminatory <laughs> fools. <laughs> that's so polite. <laughs> that's like, I mean, that is 20 Do you ever, do you ever drop anything? Yeah, oh my god. This time when I was waitressing, I dropped two trays in the same day. I I waitress like eight shifts during Thanksgiving break, and I literally in one morning, just on one day, dropped two entire trays of like plates and like bowls and shit. I was like, what is happening? What does that that conversation look like? So you dropped it like while you're taking it out, right? And you go back to Uh, the... One was while I was taking it out, and then the other was while I was bringing it back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. so do people just does the chef the or like trick. the manager just like look at you and be like like fuck you or like what how does that go <laughs> no, yeah it's like really. house kitchen back there <laughs> no no i feel like so they, put a, I, they put a sandwich bread on her <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what does he call them he's like, like, what are you no i'm like, yeah i think it's sandwich no no people are really nice so i dropped like it was the one the plate that i was taking out was actually the reason i dropped it was because it was actually really light. Like there was only one plate on it. And so it was actually mm-hmm. imbalanced. So like mm-hmm. when I made a turn, it kind of like, like moved. Whereas mm-hmm. like normally when it's like stacked with plates, it doesn't move. But so it moved. And so I lost balance. Um, and it fell like on a customer. <gasps> um, oh. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but the guy was so nice and was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Are you okay? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, can I just get a couple of napkins? I was like, yeah, you can. And so I like went back and got him a couple napkins and he was super understanding. And there was like a table who was sitting there nearby. And um, after I finished cleaning up, he like gestured at me and was like, I just want you to know that like shit happens in life and you're fine. Just like brush it off. And I was like, Damn. thank you. This is so That's kind. Shout That's like, nice. I can't believe he took yeah. 50% after that. that man probably got his whole meal comped by a manager but you know that's what (laughs) yeah i guess you didn't lose any money right so fuck it running it back to um your experiences with other countries and stuff uh you talked about morocco which i thought was interesting because my one of my professors and i said she's a professor she was like three years older than me she was like in grad school um her boyfriend was from morocco and it was really interesting because he spoke, I think, like six different languages. Um, from from what she told me is that Morocco is like this huge melting pot um, in Europe where because it's right on the tip of Africa. Right. So, yeah, I think it's still technically in Africa. I don't think it's yeah. considered Europe, but it's like it's very close to Europe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I know I'm well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure their main language there is Arabic and mm-hmm. But because they're so close to Spain, they have so many Spanish speakers there. And there's a lot of like uh, immigrants from Morocco into Spain. And there's a lot. And they also have traveled like a lot to uh, I think she said that he also speaks like Italian, Portuguese, English and French. Mm hmm. Don't they speak a lot of French there? Or am I, I might be wrong. I have no idea. Uh, I, I mean, know a lot it's of not more, as big. I know a lot big. of French people of Moroccan descent 
from like sports, but I don't know if it was just. Them I mean, that's that's kind of just like all of Northern Africa. Um, yeah, but I was curious as to like when you went to Morocco, like what kind of languages did you hear while you were there? Yeah, I definitely heard a lot. Like, I feel like I went into a lot of like like a like small shops like artisanal shops mm-hmm. and they spoke like so many languages like i heard them talk to us in english like locals in arabic other tourists in like french like mm-hmm. they really do speak like a ton of languages there it was super cool uh they're very very talented and they're very like tourist oriented especially mm-hmm. like so we went to um, marrakesh which is like it's tourism is like one of its biggest uh mm-hmm. like draws um and so like they definitely speak a lot of languages there, especially the people who work in the hostels and like in the restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff. So what was your favorite country out of all the other ones you visited besides Spain or favorite place? I think honestly, Morocco probably had like the most interesting memories. And so, and it was like the most unique out of all of them. So probably that one. I had um two marriage proposals while I was there for one weekend very interesting. One was from our cat, our cab driver. The other one was from the one German of our guy? hostel owners. Uh, the German guy <laughs> proposed to you. No. <laughs> then we just mushed, we just mashed a tomato in her face. That was really no. But they're they're very poetic people. Like the cab driver, mm. the way he um, supposedly proposed to me was he told me I have the eyes of his future wife, and I was like, oh, very nice. Those it was very beautiful. That's <laughs> nice. That's kind of smooth. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work though. but it was it was honestly like a super beautiful country too we also did a lot of fun stuff like we um had this one day where we were camel riding and then atv like through the desert and then um the next day i think we were on this like tour of like a nearby waterfall um with some like local uh regional um uh i guess it wasn't really a tribe of people but like um some more like regional slash local people who had been there mm. for like multiple generations who are still living mm. in like very traditional ways. So very cool country full of lots of culture and honestly pretty safe. Like it, like there were a mm. couple of times where I went with just like one female friend. So like a couple of people told us to kind of be careful with like what we were doing and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Just cause this was also shortly after, I think this was around the time that there was that thing about the American tourist girl who like went to Morocco and like got in trouble i don't remember if she was like killed or kidnapped or something but there was something like very dramatic that had happened at that time too mm-hmm. but um it ended up being pretty like a pretty safe place for us but there was like a little bit of cat calling but yeah how was the food there oh it was good it was good food yeah it was a uh, even as a vegetarian it was really good food like uh they definitely have a lot of uh meat-based products as well but like they have this um I can't remember this exactly right, but I'm pretty sure this is either the name of the dish or it's the name of like the ceramic pot that you cook it in, which is why it's like named that. But I think it's it's not tagine because that's the spice, but it's something very similar to tagine. Um, but like they would like cook uh, like either meats or veggies in it. And it was just like very aromatic, very good food. I'm hungry. So which was the worst country? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say which was the worst country I visited? Yeah, sorry, I never finished my sentence because sorry, she just said oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, which was the worst country that you went to? The worst country? Or the least best, if you want to think of it like that. The no, the worst. the worst. No, 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 don't think of it like that. Don't think of it like that. The least best. The least best. I, I want to I wanna put my money on the UK. Oh, no, my family lives in the UK, so that was pretty fun. Oh, you live in the UK? That's cool. cool. Yeah, my dad's sister and her kids live in the UK. That's how I've been in it. Did they have, uh, did they have British accents? 
Yeah, they do. It's very, it's very annoying when we all get together and I sound like this. Do you, yeah, you like, do like, oh, do you want water? Yeah. Do you want yeah. water? I get that shit every time. And I like, water. <laughs> My dad has two sisters, and one lives in London, and the other one lives in New Zealand. So they, all their kids have amazing oh, accents, oh, and I just sound what stupid. The hell? That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, can you do a New Zealand accent for us? No, I I think my New Zealand accent is the same as my British. It just goes what a like. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Haran, can you do a New Zealand accent? No, I don't. I, I mean, I have, I know, one person from New Zealand because I guess my also family that um on my mom's side, I have a family in uh that lives in Britain and also one of the another cousin that lives in New Zealand. But she's from Malaysia, but she married a New Zealander, so I can't replicate his accent. But it is quite interesting. So how do they yeah. pronounce your name? Well, like since they're my family, they pronounce it they need my like. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, I get absolutely yeah. violated every time I see my British family. They always just like roast at the way I speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. They're like, why do you say things like that? I'm like, oh my god, you're like 24. You know how this works. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you asked my least favorite country. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really pretty, but I think my least favorite country was Amsterdam. Damn. Um, yeah, I know. It was like really, really fun. <laughs> that's not what I was saying. I was thinking because um, shut up. I know what that's not what I was thinking. No, no, I, I was trying I was, to do, man. I did. I did. I saw look, your face. No, no. The, the reason I was thinking that is because um, a couple episodes ago we had Pranav on who was talking about how he would like to go settle down in Amsterdam at some point or like live there for a little bit. So mm. no, I so mean, he's it wrong. Was, it was awesome. Yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I think okay. Mine was more like. The personal choices I made in Amsterdam did mm, not uh-huh. make me feel like in the, in the, red the best. Light Lots of drugs. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's absolutely not what I said. Wow, she even knows how to answer. She even <laughs> how to answer those questions. Perfect. Also, I I don't know. It's just kind of like there. Like all the other countries I went to felt like pretty magical. Like we went to Prague mm. too during like the Christmas mm. markets, mm. and that was like super awesome. Um, but yeah, Amsterdam was like it was very nice, and I I think the people there are super nice, but it's. Um, I think between like the red light district and like um, the large amount of available recreational drugs, it's not where I would want to spend a lot of my time. That's what they all say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the camel riding thing, how is that? Are camels stinky? <laughs> That's your question. <laughs> um, I guess. But like that, like to an extent, where I was sitting on this camel, and I all I could think about was that he was stinky. Like I'm sure if I was like concentrating on his stink, like, sure. No, please don't answer this question too seriously. <laughs> How many humps did your camel have? I did two. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> no further questions. No further questions. <laughs> about the camels. <laughs> Obviously, you know, you're leaving out one but great adventure you had where you actually came to my hometown uh, over the summer. Um, yes, sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny because I was at uh, Harsh's party. And um, she was like, oh, I just came back from vacation. I was like, oh, where did you go? She went to, she said sandwich. And I said, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Um <laughs> And she was like, no, really. I was like, no, really. Shut the fuck up. Uh, and she was like, no, I went to the glassblowing museum. And I was like, what the fuck? That's half a mile from my house. What the fuck? Nobody ever knows about that. What the fuck? Uh, how, you wizard. What happened? You like blew Christian's mind. 
when I was in Virginia, I was like, the one time that anybody is ever relatively close to where I live, I'm not there. What what a what a travesty. <laughs> oh, that's kind of sad. Hey, what man, you shut think up. Sandwich? Oh. <laughs> shut up. I mean, sandwiches, um, honestly, all we did was, like, drive from, like, I think our, our hotel was somewhere, like, in between Cape Cod and Sandwich, and we just drove to Sandwich for mm-hmm. the glass museum and then went to Cape Cod. So um, we did spend a lot of time there, but... I mean, the Glassblowing Museum was very pretty. They had a scavenger hunt for kids, and me and my sister self-defined ourselves as children. So we got to do the scavenger hunt, which was really fun. Um, and then my mom wanted to win this, like, $400 sculpture of glass, so she bought some raffle tickets. And they never contacted us, so I guess we never won. Damn, that's fun. was a scam. That blows. It was. A, I mean, raffles. Raffles are scams. Want to say that again? I never win for them. Sure. No. No, I think you said it again. No. In my opinion, the glass blows. Mike didn't didn't hear it. Glass blows. (laughs) Did you see a lot of subways there? (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw no sandwich shops. All the shops in sandwiches, sandwich shops. (laughs) (laughs) Are you done? Sorry. Yeah. I thought it was funny though when I told you and you were like, I'm from there. And I was like, no, he's not. I was like, Christian's lying. You know, it's like the other way around. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was blown. Now your mind's blown. Christian, what do you think of the glass blowing museum? You like it? I'm envious of the glass sometimes, but it's just worth it. I don't know why I would like. (laughs) Why? Listen, because I've seen it like a bunch. Like it gets old for me because it, it's just glass. Like, like it's cool. <laughs> oh, they but don't like, show the blowing. I mean, listen, I haven't been there in probably fifteen fucking years. But like, mm. I don't. It's different colored glass is cool. But like, other than that, the fucking whatever weird documentary we watched on glass blowing and all that kind of shit, bro. I just was like, okay, that's enough glass blowing. I ever need to see in my entire life. <laughs> What what stood out to you? Like why did like why was that like on your things to see there? Yeah, well, you, like, oh, it's because um. So over the summer, I went to visit my cousins in Seattle, and we went to the what's it called the Chihuly Museum there, which is like a bunch of glass blowing as well. And I thought it was super dope. So then when I found out that there was one like while we were in Massachusetts, I wanted to take my parents to see it because they're into stuff like that, like artsy and crafty kind of like niche skills based mm-hmm. things like. They like demos and they actually had a demo like um i don't know mm-hmm. if this was there when you ever went to the museum but they have like demos on the hour um so he made a nice glass and then it was funny because this guy in the audience was like are you gonna sell that and he was like yeah it goes in the kitchen she goes i want to buy that it's like when you go to the Sorry, deli five dollars you get here ten dollars ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah he uh, thought it was a very memorable experience for his children to have forever so He's going to buy this decorative art glass that no one ever gets to drink out of or touch or see ever again. Well, speaking of arts and crafts, I know that you and Tarun um, have some experience in such. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping Tarun would do this for me. So, well, then um, why'd you start it? Because I thought you were going like, to pick up when I said, like, speaking of arts and crafts, I thought you'd, like, you'd be like, that was like your side. No, I thought you were pausing for like, I don't know, I guess a dramatic, dramatic effect. effect. Dramatic <laughs> effect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, me and my three met, uh, I don't even know when we went to art class. It was like third, fourth grade, something like that. 
I think early? I think we didn't meet till like maybe early middle school. So maybe it was like sixth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we went to art class together. We were both there for a very long time. Yeah, when did you quit? Uh, I want to say like high school. Maybe like freshman mm. or like sophomore year of high school. I think I quit. Yeah, like eighth grade or ninth grade, something like that as well. But I don't yeah. know. I, I can't remember any funny stories from that, really. I think me and my two just had some like banter. Yeah. I think <laughs> I used to think that you had a crush on one of the other girls there, but I can't You're remember. probably right. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I think I remember which one I think it was too, but I don't yeah, know if yeah, you yeah. want that to be revealed. Well, no, I mean, she won't listen, but also it's irrelevant to the conversation, in fact. So. I mean, Haram thinks it's, it's pretty, pretty relevant. It's pretty relevant right now. Nah. Wait, she's married now, actually. She's actually married now. What? Right? Yeah. Or, or would I know maybe, this person? No, 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 she is married. Or maybe engaged or married. Hey, um, would I know this person? Amruta? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, um, for all you listeners, Ams was also in this class. Like, Oh my god. Wait, she was? was squad. Yeah, she was. She oh, quit she... early, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, she was. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your best art? <laughs> what was your best picture? Uh, what do you remember you about art? There's no way you remember that. <laughs> oh, I know. I did a sick ass like phoenix in charcoal, um, and there was just like a lot of like. I did. I don't know how to describe, it. but there was like a lot of lights and shadows that I had to do with just black and white. Um, so it made it like pretty impressive. Like when I look back on that, like I was like, "Damn, how the fuck did I do that?" Because um, I can't do that now. So <laughs> actually, I remember one time it was like Mother's Day was like coming up, and then I I was like on to my next uh, like piece of art, right? So then I was like, "Oh, you know, what? I should like draw something that my mom would like, right?" Uh, so I started drawing it and it just would not come out right. Like for whatever reason, like I just could oh. not get the composition or like the the proportions right or whatever. And then I just gave up. I was like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> and that's when you quit the class. <laughs> yeah. What was you? What was you guys like? Strong suit? Like what? Like prefer? What was this class? Like, can I get more background? But I didn't like. I didn't know you were allowed to quit a class. Like I, I'm still learning about what the fuck is happening here. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a school class. This was like a. I, I've gathered class. that. I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was extracurricular. It was a. It was an interesting model of learning where you were given Damn, like a picture, temple. like a painting. You were given the painting, and then you had to replicate it, mm-hmm. and that was the class. It was so for Mother's Day. Everyone was trying to replicate Trun's mom. On their <laughs> Hey, no, it, wasn't a por- it wasn't a it wasn't a portrait of my mom. It was just like it was something like pretty, was, like a flower vase like or something flowers. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I, I misheard him. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I was trying to jump, dude. I would butcher that like to hell, man. Yeah, actually, yeah. that reminds me. One time, I drew like a dude fishing, um, and I fucked up his back or something like that. And it just it definitely looked off. But like, what can you do, right? I was a child in it. May three and like Amrita and like whoever else was in there just destroyed me. Just like completely, just like <laughs> shat on my drawing, like left or right. Like there's it was crazy. no way you remember that I was a part of that. No, I <laughs> specifically remember because I I even remember exactly what drawing it was, and I I could probably even pull it up. Actually, yeah, I should talk, I should take a picture of it and post it to uh, the Instagram. After, Wait, really? But yeah, I think I have it in my closet over here. But 
Damn, you got the yeah. You it's got because the no, I was actually I was ganged up on a lot in that class because I was like the only dude, like most of the time. Oh. Yeah. Um, if there was another dude, he'd be like a little kid. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And look at you now tur- making artwork for our podcast. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah, fuck those. The guys. turn takes out that drawing of the dude fishing, and there's just like tears on the po- the thing. <laughs> 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 This was inspired by, you know, he's actually fishing in the river of Turin's Tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You should use Wait, so, an eyedropper. Just put some tears yeah. on the paper. I can't like make these jokes because you actually yeah. made him cry. So it's kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't cry for my I class. didn't make no, him no, cry. No. Unless he cried at home. But that's not. <laughs> that's, that's not my problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because, like, I literally didn't see Tarun for like another like many years, and then mm. like I think I saw him again for like the first time when all of us like at like at tech or like he came over to visit UVA. It was like multiple years I hadn't seen this human. Mm-hmm. I pulled up me and uh, my three's messenger chats like Facebook, um, and on September twenty eighth, this is our first text in all caps. She just put, "Did you quit?" <laughs> <laughs> I was angry. Uh, <laughs> and then i said yeah i might like come only over like breaks and stuff or every once in a while and then she said you hate me that much ouch oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I was in the hcd i said nah man and then she said i know who could hate me and i said everyone and then she said shut up <laughs> <laughs> and then he never talked to her till C- to freshman year college. Oh <laughs> Do we have such a shit conversation? Oh my god! She said, "Shut up." I said, "No." You want to hear a never before, probably never before revealed secret that I think brings a lot of context to that conversation. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think there's like I don't remember exactly, but I think there's a chance I had a crush on Tarun at that point in my life. What? Let's go. Holy <laughs> shit, this is huge for the like, Let's go. <laughs> That's such a weird reaction. Bro. No, but I mean like I thought it was I thought it was just hated. That whole <laughs> you actually don't hey, understand the dynamic, bro. It's all fair in love and war, you know? <laughs> I also think I expressed like emotion through sass at that point yeah. in my life. Like I was a very, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's just like middle was, school, like, right? So, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. We didn't know any better. Damn. So, so what was the the final straw? Not for your uh, crush on Tarun, but for you guys to quit uh, the art class. What was like, oh, I can't do this shit anymore. I think mine was like, I just like didn't have time in my schedule. And it, I don't think it was really like improving my skills at that point anymore. Like uh-huh. I, I, don't, I wasn't getting much out of it. I don't know what it was for Tarun. Yeah, I think it was about the same for me. I mean, like this art class is like 30 minutes away. And Saturday mornings, my parents would have to like drive me there. And mm. um, I think that was one thing. And then, like, that was that was added on to the fact that, like, I felt like I had learned as much as I could learn there. Like, I think what I mainly learned is, like, how to use different, like, mediums. So, like, I use, like, pastels and colored pencils and charcoal and, like, all these different things, which is fun. And then after, I was like, okay, well, now I'm just, like, I'm not even making anything. I'm just, like, copying mm-hmm. shit. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah. I really expected you to just say bullying, but I'm, I'm glad that wasn't <laughs> a factor in your dismissal. I, I I hope that wasn't a factor. I wonder if I could go through with I hope back, to look with uh, like my text with like Amrita back in like 2013 or whatever, and just maybe I talked to her about it. Who knows? 
a mystery to be solved. She'd be like, we were just like, you really like, stop bullying me. And she's like, shut up. Like, okay. <laughs> well, she actually, I'll, I'll expose her here. She had this weird thing. She kept on saying Tunga. Like, there was, <laughs> Wait, like, do you remember, remember that? This. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it was weird, but it was just like, why, you know? But like, there was like this kid there who's like a cute kid, um, and Amrita and this kid would always like sit next to each other, and like, I think it was like a big sister, little brother type vibe. I guess I don't fucking get on it. (laughs) Um, and this kid would always say like weird shit i guess or are they made up like this word together like tunga and they just go i just say something to her like ask a question like can you pass me the can you pass me that pencil or something and be like, <laughs> oh I, this was like a forgotten memory in my head yeah. that like was yeah. just resurfaced i mean, it just became like an 80 year old when she entered that classroom <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because i could i feel like i can remember saying it and then you know how Amrita does that laugh afterward where she's like, she thinks she said something so silly and she just like laughs to herself. Like it's this very distinct Amrita laugh. Yeah. And it's exactly <laughs> what she did. <laughs> Harsha, can you change your contact name to that? <laughs> <laughs> like randomly tomorrow, I'll just say that word. See what, see what she reacts. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see what she says. You should. Yeah. That sounds funny. I feel like you should. I'll do it. Exclusive content. And then you should put it on the Insta as a preview. Mm. Ooh, Great yeah. manager she tips. Did. That's that managerial yeah, thoughts. <laughs> managerial thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> New segment. He said managerial so loudly and it's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to get, get that far. You just wanted to say made it true. Well, looks like we finished this masterpiece of an episode. Uh, we want to thank Maitri for coming on. Uh, we had a really fun time talking to you about traveling. Now I'm going to start trying to run 0.2 miles, start training now. So, you know, <laughs> appreciate the tips. Um, but yeah, we want to thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, your Instagram or like a message? I'm new to Instagram, so I kind of forget what my handle is. I think it's either underscore Mater Tater or Mater Tater underscore. But um, thanks for having me. I don't usually get to sit around for like an hour and just talk to humans um, about random things. So this was very fun. Definitely. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. Tunga. <laughs> yeah, we definitely want to thank Maitri for coming on. Um, whatever her handle is, it will be on our Instagram, so you can go uh, check her out over there. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoy this episode, make sure uh, you know you check us out on. We got Apple Music, Spotify. Oh, it's not Apple Music; it's Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, anywhere where you get your podcasts, we're there. Um, but yeah, that'll wrap us up for this week, and uh, we hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll see you all next week. All right, bye guys. Bye. 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 Don't go away.